When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mexico was beautiful. Oh, it felt nice to get in the sun for once. I hear you. I hear you. Where were you? What part? Uh, we went to the Mayan. We go there. We love it there. One of our favorite spots. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's where I went for my uh, my honeymoon. It's a good place. Nice. Even yeah, though I'm not, I'm not married still, but it was still a good place. He's right back. Hands it on. Chair shot. Turned aside by Boucher. Murphy here on the Bruins Beat on CLNS Media. And of course, we are brought to you by eHarmony, Zip Recruiter, and Black Buffalo. And we are honored to be joined by former NHLer and former Boston Bruin. I had the pleasure of covering uh, during his time here in Boston. Mark Savard. Savvy, how you been? Been great, bud. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. I'm very psyched to have you on. And um, you recently retired. You made it official, uh, Savvy. So I guess, I mean, What's uh, what's the official retired life like these days? Um, pretty normal. Things haven't changed too much. Um, you know, it, it was just. I think for me, you know, it took a while. Um, but uh, you know, I'm in a good place right now. I'm feeling as healthy as I've ever been. So I think it was the right time for me to uh, call her a day and then get my name out there because I want to do uh, some other things in life. And and I thought it was a good time for it all. You know, Savvy, if you can take the listeners through, I mean, since since your last game, obviously you've been through so much with the post-concussion syndrome and, and all that, but when did when did it sort of clear up for you and when were you able to sort of say, all right, you know what, I'm, I'm ready to tackle the next chapter of my life, I feel good again. When did that moment happen? Was that, was that recently or is that over the last couple of years? Take us through it. Well, I think ever since the first that big hit everybody knows about um, against Pittsburgh, I, you know, I've really struggled since then, and I had a long, long battle. And it, it, you know, it probably went on for a good four years. That was really, really tough going through a lot of different different stuff. I mean, the first couple of years were the worst, but right through a good four year span, I started to feel better. Um, started to do more things. Um, <clears throat> I got a great family support staff here, my wife and, and my four kids. And, you know, I was coaching and just as I got more busy on the flip side, I got better. And, and now, like I said, I'm in a great spot um, and I'm just enjoying life again. And but but like you said, it, it was a tough four years that I really went through. I struggled with a lot of different things and I'm open to talk about it. Like I said, if anybody wants to reach out to me, I'm always open to talk about things to try and make them better. Yeah, and, you know, I, I don't think people really realize, uh, you know, I, I think you read the news, you see you we see, we read stories like yours, but you can't really realize unless you go through it or unless, you know, you're a doctor and, you know, I have friends that have gone through what you've been through and it, it's just tough. Like I, I would be with them and, you know, one second they're, they're all happy and everything's going great. And the next second, they're just not there. And it was, it was so hard to, you know, I didn't, I didn't know how to handle it being the person not going through it, you know? And so it's, it, 
I think it's great what you're doing that you've opened yourself up to society and been like, look, I, I want to help other people that are suffering from this. I want to help them through it as well. And, and I guess, have you gotten a good response? Yeah. And I, and I, going back to your first part of the question, I, I think the best way to, to say it, you know, me and my wife say a lot is it's like a roller coaster, you know, it's up and down one day you're great. And the next day you're back down and it's really a tough way to live life. And um, I'm glad I got past that, you know, mostly. And yeah, you know, and, and I, I jumped on a couple of foundations um, with concussion research, uh, the, the, you know, the parachute fund with Dr. Dr. Tatter out of Toronto. I'm mm-hmm. a big advocate with that. And, um, you know, I'm doing some work around here. I just did, a, I'm, I'm, I'm being the captain of a, of a gospel cup, uh, which is, uh, which is, uh, I jumped on a board because this year it's concussions and uh, I'm the captain of that uh, process to try and raise money for uh, awareness for kids and to get the testing done before their season starts. So um, I'm looking to help out, like I said, but the biggest thing is, is if people reach out to me, I'm, I'm, I'm here for them if they want to talk about, you know, their, you know, what they're going through. And a couple of people have done that and it's been great. That's great. And that's the biggest thing, right? I mean, like I said, I, I, I'll do my best as a friend, right. Where I can, I'll be there for them. But like, I think they'll just, they get more when they're, they're talking to somebody that's actually been through it. So I think that's great. You're doing that. I wonder, uh, Marco, you know, over the last few years, have you ever come across Kerry Goulet? Do you know him at all? Kerry Goulet. Um, I don't know. I haven't came across that. No, no, not. I got to put you guys in touch. Anyway. He, he has been doing, I mean, I think he's been doing it really even before, you know, there was more awareness brought to it. You know, I think it was right around when, when you suffered your concussion, people around the league started to pay attention more to this. But he's been such an advocate for concussion awareness and prevention uh, since I've known him since like 2004. He's based in Toronto. So, you know, I'll, I'll shoot you his info, but he's a great guy to talk to and uh, knows a lot of people in the field. And he's done a lot for that. So I'll get you in touch with him. But um, you mentioned coaching and it must be great to be able to stay within the game in some capacity, huh? Well, exactly it. You know, I've been able to coach my young boys, both of them. Um, I've done a season with the Meech and, and a little bit of summer uh, hockey stuff. And it, it is just great to be around the game. I really enjoy the coaching aspect of it. I, you know, I love giving back to the game. that's given me everything that I have today. And just to work with the kids and, and, and see them develop and see the stuff, you know, that you teach them come into play. It, it, there's not a better, more rewarding feeling. So um, it's something that I really enjoy. It's a passion of mine to be a, I'm a hands-on type guy. So I really enjoy doing those things. And, and, and hopefully, you know, down the road here, um, there's an opportunity to move on to another level. And I, I got to imagine that any team you're coaching has the best tape jobs on every stick possible. Am I, am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, because they make me tape them pretty much. So <laughs> I like it. Um, they got them lined up before I even get to the rink some days like game night. So it's, uh, it's something I enjoy. And, and, and like I've always said, you know, if you take care of your stick, it'll take care of you. And, and I believe in that. And I've always had the perfect tape job. And um, it's something that I'll, I'll continue to do and enjoy for forever. <laughs> You're doing a little podcast uh, kind of revolving around it, aren't you? Yeah, we've got a little uh, YouTube um, channel uh, at msavvy91. And, uh, you know, my wife and I just decided that, you know, people were asking about the tape job. So one night we threw it together and it's just kind of taken off. We ended up with 25,000 views. And, and then my son jumped on board. My 17 year old's like, dad, we can, we can make tons of money on this channel. So let me, let me run this thing a bit here. And 
he's changed it around and we're just having a lot of fun with it more than anything and um yeah we got a big next one coming up so it's uh, it'll be a special edition so we're looking forward to it oh that's sweet man that's good for you that's fun stuff if you're trying online dating chances are you've run into lazy text messages dead-end conversations and random matches that turn into dates but eHarmony is unlike any other online dating site eHarmony takes steps that other dating sites don't in order to find you a more compatible match. They are built to help you find lasting, meaningful relationships, not just a shallow hookup site. So stop waiting and start your journey to a satisfying, meaningful relationship. It can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's one app that's built to bring you real love, eHarmony. Come see how eHarmony can change your life Go to eHarmony.com and get started. Enter my code BruinsBeat at checkout. Um, Savvy, let's talk about the the team you play for here that I, you know, where I got to know you here in Boston, the Boston Bruins. And I know you you still follow them religiously and you're, you're cheering them from afar. And, uh, you know, just your take uh, on this team this season. I mean, you know, I was just talking to Darren Drager before I, I came on with you and you know, he, he's like you, he's not based in Boston. So he, he has more of an objective point of view and he's just looking, he's like, man, I mean, you knew they were going to be good. They still had that foundation in place, but this good, I, I just didn't see this coming. How about you, Savvy? Yeah, I don't think anybody saw this coming. And, and uh, I think it's, uh, you know, it's been really rewarding for, to watch uh, the young, the young guys come along. I think the injuries that happened throughout the season early on really helped set up for what we're watching now. Um, I mean, you can talk about their first line and an incredible line of, of Bergey, past and Marshy, and that's your line that's going to carry you, you know, as far as you're going to go. But I mean, you, you look right through the lineup and, and, and the third line of, of Nash, um, Bacchus and, uh, Heinen, Heinen's been just a treat to watch and, oh. and, 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 and he's just been an incredible boost. But then I move on to that fourth line. I mean, they may have the best fourth line in hockey. You got, and usually, you know, when we talk, um, you know, around the room and stuff. When you get put on the fourth line, it's a demotion. You're not freaking happy. We all know that. But these guys are love love playing together, and they're they don't think of themselves as a fourth line, and they go out and cause havoc every night. The one thing I'd like to see is from a from a fan's point, I'd like to see them pick up someone to play as Cratch. I, I think Cratch is a little down probably because and 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 nothing against the guys that he's playing with. Spooner's had a good year, and so has the young kid. Um, the uh, has played great. Nothing, yep. no disrespect to them, but I think Kretschy just needs another another guy in there, and hopefully uh, Don can help them. Help Sweens can help out and do that. But they've been an incredible story. Every night I watch them, I'm just amazed about the results they're getting. And and even the other night in Edmonton, I'm watching that game and I'm thinking they're going to win this game, and it's two nothing Edmonton still. And I'm thinking Boston's going to win this game, and sure enough, they come back and win. Yeah, and that, they've done that so many times. And I, what I find interesting, whether whether it's it, within a game like that, Savvy, or, or whether you're talking over a stretch of games, you know, you'd be looking at the schedule and you, you'll be seeing, you get into this, the dog days of the season, so to speak. And, uh, you know, they, they lucked out. I mean, they good on them that they got those points when they could because they're going to play, I think, the second most games after the All-Star break to the end of the season. So they've got a lot of games coming up. But you look at them and every time it looks like they're going to hit a skid, Savvy, they don't. And they just recover. Like, I think they've only lost two in a row twice all season and two in regulation only once. So, uh, I just, you know, you've been on teams. And, I mean, what does that speak to? Is that, is that coaching? Is that resilience? I mean, how, how do you look at that? Well, and definitely, uh, Butch, 
you know, Cruz Cassie needs needs to be in the in the mention of the um, coach of the year for sure. I mean, it's got to come. It's got to start from there. And I mean, he's given these kids confidence with the puck. And I watch them. It, it seems to me, and and this is the way I like to coach as well, is that. You know, you can do what you want offensively. Just get back hard defensively. You know, give them what they want to do in the offensive zone. Let them be creative. But on the on the reverse side of it, I want good back pressure. You know, I want us to play stable in our own zone and go from there. But another guy we can't forget about here in this whole story too, and and I think the, I think Boston, I believe they had that seventh man award. I mean, Hugh Dobin's been huge for them this year. Um, when Tuca struggled at the beginning of the year. We can't forget the points that this guy picked up and kept this team above water because yeah. this could have went in a whole different direction early on. And he was able to get, I, I think he won seven, eight, seven, eight games for them when Tuca wasn't really playing as good as he could. And we all knew Tuca would find his game and he has. And it's just been a great story out of Boston. Yeah, I think he was uh, at some point, like in November, he was like 8 0 and 1 at one point. And it was like, whoa. And, and you know, I, I think that was obviously kind of an Achilles heel for the Bruins over the past couple of years or so was not having that backup where you know like you said if Tuca is going to struggle this guy can pick the team up so yeah that's a good point I didn't even think of that he's a great candidate for the seventh player award and we'll see what happens there black buffalo is the only tobacco-free alternative dip that delivers the same experience as traditional smokeless products just without any tobacco leaf or stem the taste the texture the rich dark color and yeah the nicotine so you can keep the ritual but ditch the tobacco Black Buffalo makes tobacco-free long cut and pouches in the flavors of wintergreen, mint, and straight. Black Buffalo sells two packs, five packs, and merchandise exclusively on their website with free shipping. So head to blackbuffalo.com and use the code BRUINS50 for 50% off your first order. Ideally, say more than once. You mentioned, uh, you know, it'd be nice if Krejci could get a winger out there and if Don can do that on the trade market. And obviously that's a hot topic right now. It's a trade rumors are flying the deadlines this Monday. Um, take us in the mind of a player and not necessarily a player who's, you know, rumored to be moving like, you know, like you're, you're not Rick Nash or Ryan McDonough or somebody like that, but take us just in the mind of a, a dress room. Like what's it like in a dress room around this time of year? Does, are, are people a little more on edge or are people excited? How does that go when you're in a dress room? Well, I think when you're, you know, when you're a, a, a like a legitimate player that's not going anywhere, and you know that. I mean, I think there's excitement on that aspect, and and it's a whole different lifestyle if you're on the other end of it, where you know that, geez, I'm going somewhere. I, I I'm worried about where and what's going to happen. But I think in the in the roundabout way, if you're a Boston player right now, I think you're super excited to see what see what Don's going to do. And on the other end of it too, if it nothing happens, it's a bit of a a reverse effect, you know, where oh, we didn't do anything kind of thing, and it, it sets you back. So I think they're, they're, they're excited to see what's going to happen here. I think they know that he's going to try and do something to the best he can because w- the way they played this year, they're, they're definitely a front runner for the Stanley Cup, and they, they want to bring in one more park to hopefully help do that. Um, and not saying at the end of the day that they really need to touch anything. If they don't do anything, I don't think it's a big loss either because the way they've been playing. But like I said, it's up to the guys in the room. To, to get that message positive if nothing happens. But if they bring in a guy, I think it just gives you that much more excitement, picks up your game a bit. And for a guy like Kretschy, if it's a guy coming in with him, I think you're going to see Kretschy's numbers go way up. For sure. I was kind of hoping they get uh, uh, Michael Grabner, but Thursday he went to the Devils. I know they were trying, uh, and they had been I, really – 
they've been interested. They almost signed him, you know, Savvy, two years ago because I know his agent, uh, Jerry Buckley, and he was like, you know, keep an eye on the Bruins right now getting Grabner because they were really interested in him two years ago. So I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah. You know? I think, I think yeah, I, and I was hoping that he came too because today's game is so much about speed, and this guy, I, I've watched him most of the season in New York, and he can just flat out fly. Oh. Um, that's the only thing that scares me about the Rick Nash pickup. Maybe he would be, you know, I don't know if he'd slow the team down because he can still move. He can still move for a big man. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm not sure about that. But another guy that I really have my eye on that would fit well on Crutchy's line is that Mike Hoffman out of Ottawa. Um, I'm so with I'm you. I'm a big fan. I'm I'm a huge fan of him, and um, I, I love his shot. I, I watch him. He can score. He can snipe. He's a great guy to have on this. You know, if they, they can put a whole new second power play based around him together because he's a shooter. Right. Uh, I think he adds a great dimension to the hockey club. So it'll be interesting, like I said. Yeah, and a lot. There's been a lot of talk about Patrick Maroon, and I, I just think you know, like you were saying with Nash, it could it, he could slow him down a bit. And I wonder too with Maroon savvy. And this isn't this isn't a knock on him. I mean, he's a good player, but you know, what's he going to be without the likes of uh, Connor McDavid or? Uh, Corey Perry feeding him, you know, I mean, yeah, it'd be great. He'll have Krejci feeding him, but still, yeah, I don't know. I just, there's something about him. He just seems a little too inconsistent to me. So, and I know the Bruins don't need that right now, but um, you look at their defense and look, you, you played with Zane Ochara. You guys came into Boston at the same time, if I'm correct, right? Yes. What, I mean, what, um, yeah. what are you thinking I mean, of him right now? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, am I'm amazed to watch Z every night. Um, get around there, especially on the back-to-back. So I just watch him and he's still moving. He's gone vegetarian this year. And I'm just thinking like, where's this guy getting this, this energy from? Um, I know I talked to Maddie a couple of times and he, he's, he's down in the smallest gear he can wear. I think he's got Marshawn's pants on for Christ's sake. But anyway, um, I'm, uh, anyways, I, I, I love him. He's, you know, he works hard. He gives all he has. And I, and he, and I think he's learned how to control his, uh, his workouts better and, and, and get some rest a little bit. But, uh, I mean, the way he's playing, I mean, there's no question he can play for another four years, but at a reduced role. And I don't know how that's going to affect him. It seemed like he's done a great job of this year. I don't think he's on either power play. He's, you know, penalty killing a lot. He's, he's obviously shutting down top lines. And, um, it's just an amazing, uh, amazing story that a guy that that size can continue to contribute so much. What was it like when you're playing with him and, and you just, because I, I know he's got such a, a hard workout regimen and he's, you know, a health freak and all that. And what, what was it like when you're playing with him? Do you have any funny stories about that from when you were in Boston? Well, yeah. I mean, like he worked out every day and I, and, and I used to go in the gym and give him a quick chirp. He'd be in there every single minute. I'd be like, hey, get some rest, bud, and chirp him a bit. But I can remember one day he got mad and he said, come on over here. And he was on a mat. And he got down on his knees. And when he was on his knees, he's still probably up past my nose height. And uh, he wanted to wrestle me. And we all know his dad was a, is a was an Olympic wrestler. Oh so my God. I didn't fare too well. I didn't fare too well there. I, I remember I had really red ears. He took advantage of my ears. And uh, he had pinned me down. And they went pretty much purple. So um, I didn't chirp him too much after that about being in the gym. But, you know, we had our fun together. Was this up at, uh, at Restucia there or what? Yeah, the old Restucia back yeah, in there on yeah. the mats. Yeah, he uh, took yeah. me down pretty good. Have you been? Uh, have you been back here? Have you been to uh, the new one at Warrior? No, I haven't had a chance, unfortunately. Oh, uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, you know, we've been looking. We've been looking forward to get out there. Yeah, I, I talked to Matt. He's still the equipment guy. Uh, 
the trainer a lot and he showed yep. me around via phone, but it looks like a special place. Yeah, it's really good. And um, are you hiring, posting your position to job sites and waiting and waiting for the right people to see it? Well, ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BruinsBeat. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash BruinsBeat. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. You know, you're, you know, you based in Ottawa, Savvy? I'm in Peterborough. Oh, okay, cool. So how, like, where is that in relation to Toronto and Ottawa? Is that closer to Toronto? I'm an hour 10, hour and 15 from Toronto. I'm heading down there tonight, actually, to have dinner with Maddie and, and a couple of guys. So, um, oh, I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then they play tomorrow night. I know, I think my son has a playoff game, so I'm not able to go to the game tomorrow night, but, um, yeah, I'm going to drop down tonight and get some dinner and, uh, have some fun and have a chat with some of the guys. Now, what positions your son playing? My son is uh, playing uh, left wing right now. He's a he's fourteen. He's uh, six feet tall. He just grows every single minute of the day. Um, so, but he looks to have a pretty good future here. He's got to put a little more work in, but um, he's got the skills and stuff. So we'll see what he does uh, with it. Uh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, I'll have to get you uh, get your subscription. I do some part time work with a company uh, called Live Barn. I don't know if you ever hear them. And they're uh, no, I haven't heard of that. Oh, it's great. Yeah, they do live streams. So they, they have cameras that are on 24-7. The rings can control them, turn them off and on whenever they want. But it's it's HD quality live stream service 24-7 from like amateur hockey rings. So like say say tomorrow if you had to be at that Bees Leafs game and you couldn't make your son's game, you could sit there and watch it on your phone, and, uh, you know, in the stands and, and then uh, go back home and watch it again on demand. So it's pretty good stuff, man, especially if you got kids playing hockey. So I'll hook you up. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So do you just like call them to set it up at a rink? Is that what you would do? Yeah. So basically, like, yeah. So basically, when I was when I I was living up in Montreal for three years, and when I was uh, when I got laid off from my job with SiriusXM up there, I moved back here. And as I was, all that was happening it happened all at once. Uh, a friend of mine opened up this this business called Live Barn, and basically, what he needed me to do was they they provide the equipment that, uh, all for free to the venues. It's like five thousand dollars worth of equipment. And I would go around and just get the rinks to sign on to have the equipment in there, like, and make them a live bar and rink. And then they give the rinks, uh, you know, 30% commission on any subscriptions they generate. It's a really good deal. So if you're a rink, it's a no brainer, you know, and, um, oh, and it, yeah, just, it generates so much like buzz too, you know, like, so you'll, if I'm in a hockey rink, like I'll go watch like my nephews or somebody play and, you know, you'll be sitting there and be like, Hey, do these guys have live barn, you know, and if they don't, then, the, you know, like, Oh, you guys got to get it. You got to, and so that's what's happened in the last two years. I think we're in over like three, I think 383 rinks across North America now. It's uh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's great. And the kids love it too. You know what I mean? Like, cause they can cut up their plays and post them on social media. So it's, uh, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. And listen, awesome. Sammy, we're going to, so yeah, if you get down to Boston, we'll have to catch up and uh, hopefully you can come down for some playoff games. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Actually, you know, my wife wants to get back to Boston. So, uh, we might make a trip out of it for sure during the playoffs and maybe uh, come back and we can uh, grab a water together. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good, my man. And uh, bold prediction here. You, you think the Bruins do land a, 
a big fish or you think it's kind of going to be mid-grade? I think, I think they're in go mode and there's no reason they shouldn't be the season they've had. Um, I think Don's working the phones hard and I think he's going to come up with something. I think they have enough product. I think they have enough product and kids and, and defensemen that they can move. So I'm, I would be absolutely, I think a little more on the shock side if he doesn't get a, one of the fishes that are out there. Yeah. I hear you buddy. Well, listen, savvy, always a pleasure, my man. And, uh, I know we were talking off air. If you want to just let the uh, let the listeners know, you're going to be doing uh, some radio gig coming up pretty soon, huh? And TV too. Yeah. So I uh, obviously have that YouTube channel that I'm uh, at, at msavvy91. Um, you know, I got my Twitter feed at msavvy91 as well. But I, I'm going to get an opportunity here uh, to do some, well, one Hockey Central anyways on March 2nd um at noon hockey center at noon and then from there i'm going to do a radio show three to four on uh leafs uh five five by the fan leafs hour so uh yeah i'm looking forward to a little bit of the media side here and see how you guys operated murph and, and and to see uh see how much fun i can have like you guys seems like you guys have every day for sure man hey we can't complain it we could be doing other jobs it wouldn't be so much fun but hey listen I, you'll be great at it Savvy. we appreciate you taking the time we'll get you on again down the line all right Hey, buddy. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. All right. That's former Boston Bruin and NHLer Mark Savard joining me here on the Bruins Beat on CLNS Media. We'll talk to you next week. In overtime here, thanks to an odd man rush. Schaefer slips it through wide with far side shot. Scores! Mark Savard! The Boston Bruins are back in it! Bruins fans, it's Jimmy Murphy, your host of the Bruins Beat on CLNS Media right here, and we are going to be live at Donahue's Pub in Watertown, 87 Bigelow Ave, for the NHL trade deadline. That's right, 2 to 5 p.m. Monday on February 26th, that's this coming Monday, we'll take you right into the deadline, and then as the deals roll through, we will sit there and analyze with guests, and if you can come in person, we'd love to have you there. Donahue's 84 Bigelow Ave, Watertown, Mass. One of the best Irish pubs around, in my opinion. You'll enjoy the atmosphere, and you can stick around and have some great trade talk with us. So be at Donahue's Pub, 87 Bigelow Ave, on NHL Trade Line Day, 2 to 5 p.m., with me, Jimmy Murphy, your host of the Bruins Beat.